my life is going badly. It's like the, the most fucked up Fuck thing. Fuck you, 2016. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Glazer here with head writer of the nighttime show, Matt Walker. Our guest today, the star of Big Time Rush and lead singer of Heffron Drive, Kendall Schmidt. And your host, you know him as two parts milk, one part cheese, and three part farts, your host, Steven Kramer Glickman! Yeah! All right. Who, uh, what, what band is that? What band are we Is that Ex Mortis? That's Ex Mortis, I believe, yeah. right? The is that great Ex Mortis. Yeah. Oh, man, I do For anyone listening, guys. there's not a crowd in here. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> it's us. Just it's us. just us. We're hanging out with Kendall. Uh, Kendall, it's, we've been trying to get you to come down here. Yeah. It's been, we've been doing the podcast almost a year, mm-hmm. and for like a good year, we've been like, well, maybe there's some time. But you're always on the. You're always touring. Yeah. You're always out there in the world. You must have missed those emails. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> but thank. But thank you so much for making the it's, time to do this. It has this. to do with the filter, the send to junk yeah. mail folder. <laughs> yeah. Tell me yeah. about that it. That went straight to spam. Glickman <laughs> just goes straight to junk. Um, I I gotta before we really get down into this. Uh, you and I have known each other since like basically the beginning of of that show, which yeah. I feel like is. Almost. And, yeah, almost like Because he was the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we had done a an, an original pilot before you'd come to the show, and then they they were like, wow, this is great, uh, except for that lead guy. Yeah. Get rid of him, and then let's find uh, someone right for this. We're going to find like the oh right God. the right guy. And uh, and they were like, I was like, how long will, will that take? And they were like, I don't know, a few months, and it was a year. Oh a year gosh. of searching. And, uh, it's and hard then, to find... Hard to find. Hard to find. Hard to find a star of a show. I mean, that's no joke, man. Like Kendall spent the year growing on his eyebrows. And look, was... yeah, and it was difficult. Actually, this is really easy for me. It takes me no effort. <laughs> I have to say though that 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 show has been that show has been uh, unbelievable. I, and can you believe the fact that we've known each other now for was it seven years or seven something years? like that? Yeah, something no, crazy like that? Oh my god! That's, no, it's ridiculous. Think it's, about the music that was coming out. In mm-hmm. culture, when Big Time Rush was first starting, what, I mean, like was, I'm trying to happening? think, like it was 2008. What, what would have been 2008? What would have been the big hits of 2008? Ooh, yeah, let's look up the hits, hits okay. of 2008 and 2007. Because that think be about it, that just puts you in a little perspective. And people's clothes were still really stupid looking oh, in 2008. Yeah. And there were no there were no boy bands yeah. at that time. There, all of that was dead. Is this Missy Elliott? Are we talking like? It, ooh, that's actually he had uh, Umbrella. Ah. Uh, Umbrella. Party like a rock star. Mm. Shut up and drive. Crank that by Soldier Boy. Sure. Oh, of oh course. God. That Hell was the yeah. beginning of the Nene. This is why thing. I'm hot. Remember that? Oh, oh my of course. God. Yeah. It almost makes you think. Wow, music was horrible back then. <laughs> yeah, I know it really was. <laughs> Shoddy was so... featuring T Pain. Wow. Oh, the list goes Shoddy on. Shoddy like a memory in my head. <laughs> <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't no. know. No, that's that's no, that's replay. No, like my is? iPods, like on replay, replay. Oh my god. Like I'm. I've never been so happy to not know what any of these songs are. <laughs> no, I know. Dude, I went. I uh, this is how I first met Kendall. Is I go to. Uh, I get a phone call from my manager, and he goes, "Steven, you're not going to believe what happened." Uh, they they found someone. The show's gonna happen. And I was like, I was working when that happened. I was working at an oil factory that made perfumes for witches. Yeah. All right, that's where wait, my wait, for witches. That's yeah. where my career was. Like I sell them at Hot Topic. Yeah. 
I was working that. Uh, no, 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 no. I was on. I was on the set of Forty One Year Old Virgin. Uh, yeah, that no, you up. were working that job until the week before you started filming the pilot for Big Time. Yeah, Rush, that's true. Yeah, and but I was I was at um, Lacey Studios re- mm-hmm. filming this this horrible movie called The Forty One oh. Year Old Virgin that knocked up Sarah Marshall and <laughs> felt super bad about it with Brian Callen. It's a horrible movie, and we're in the middle of filming, and I got a call from my manager, and he was like, "Steve, you're not going to believe what happened. They found a lead. They found a guy. Shows going into production. It's going to happen." And Scott Fellows gave uh, gave me his phone number for you to call him because he wants you to come over to his house tonight mm-hmm. to go meet the guy that they cast and the whole cast is going to go over there. Uh, and I was like, what? It was a like, weird what? night for me. Oh Not my bad. God. It was a weird night. Yeah. yeah, and then I drove over and and, uh, and walked into his big uh, big old house and there you were. There you was I wearing one of those hats, like a fedora type? I think, I think so. I was. Nice. Yes, a you trilby? might have been. God forbid. What? Yep. I feel like I couldn't even pick clothes for something like that. So the fact that what you made What do you wear to go meet the people that you're going to be working with possibly with for the next, you know, four or five years yeah that yeah. is what a, can i was us, gonna go naked it's like the first <laughs> that would break the ice. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's crazy because like, i mean that that literally that that show completely changed everything about my entire life yeah. like no, I, nothing about my life is the only thing that's similar <laughs> between my life before that show and after that show is matt walker <laughs> my weight you fucking bastard that's why that he's that's why he does the podcast that's why we do this i was gonna say your bank account my bank account oh that's true too sort of walk us through how on your side of it how did this happen how did it how did it go from because i know that you'd worked a you bunch. know the story yeah but, <laughs> no, but, I know, but, I know, but i'm just kidding but tell them the story oh, yeah. I'll tell, and, well, yeah. and feel free to make it as crazy as you want well i'm just not even gonna look at him anymore for the rest yeah. of this okay. um because i've already told him all these no the this the thing is is it was an audition for a, a untitled boy band project which i had gone on thousands of, of auditions since i was a kid for everything that you can think of that i was that age for at the time mm-hmm. right and at, i really didn't want to go because i didn't boy band project was like you know, of course, I was 18 and didn't have a job, and I was like thinking about turning down an audition, which is yeah, yeah crazy. Of yeah, um, but um, so but you I, were already a musician. You were already. I was a doing Heffron Drive. I yeah. was doing that, and I was. It was looking like, and this was MySpace days. It was picking up a lot of momentum on MySpace, and all my friends' bands were getting signed. So I was thinking, it's not guaranteed, but it's possible mm-hmm. that this band could get big. But anyway, I went on the audition after my manager had convinced me to go, and um, there was an audition, a callback. Then I think they shot the show. This was the first time. Then right. they shot the pilot. I heard nothing for like a, nine months, a year, something like that. Sure, yeah. Then they, I had another audition, callback. And then <clears throat> I remember going to network and being miserably nervous, just sure. ho- horrible. Yeah. And I got told that I booked the show there. And I went and talked to some of the executives, and I was saying, like, is it cool if I, I had a vacation booked in, like, two weeks um, to go to Boston? Is that cool, like, if I still do that? And she goes, go on vacation. You're going to need it. And I was oh. like, and I was like, all right, here we go. And then yeah. I remember coming home and, like, crying, thinking, like, oh, my God, my life has changed forever. Like, oh, my, my work God. ethic needs to change today. Oh, yeah. my God. You know? It was crazy. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, yeah like – and I was crying because I had to learn how to dance, so that was a bit of, <laughs> was say, you know, I was a little scary. Upset. Yeah, you, were you the young? Apparently, Logan didn't ever cry about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> or <just> care. <laughs> were you? The, you were the youngest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but you, you were know, nineteen at the time. I was eighteen, turning nineteen. I think Shit. my birthday was on set, probably the second or third episode. I don't know if you remember that. That's like yeah. your second in birthday. November. Oh my on god! Set. Yeah. 
That's a. I was either it was either it was either that. I thought I was gonna have to go get one of those real jobs, and Mm -hmm. I was freaked out about it. And then I found out after I booked it, and I like was working for a while. My mom was like, "Oh, by the way, we were thinking about like at least if you didn't book a show, like we were gonna help you like go to like music school or something." And I was like, (laughs) "Well." I wish you would have told me that. Because it was an unbelievable amount of pressure. Although, if they would have told right. you that, do you think you would have well, had that I, sort I of drive gone, to maybe, maybe I would have gone to music school, but I probably yeah. would have turned down that audition. Yeah. Which, hey, wow. but now I'm, I've had the music school of life. Yeah. And I went from, I didn't go to any uh, formal education for music, and I produced all my own music myself. You studied so. under the tutelage of Gustavo Rock. And, exactly. <laughs> what could you ask for? Yeah. I, learned I still a, love... <laughs> The people used to come up to you when the show was on the air, and they'd like hand you CDs and be like, "Hey, uh, this that, is my that's my kid's not, CD." That still happens. Yeah, still really? Happens. Yeah. That oh, people still send me messages through Facebook. I'm trying to be a music star. You should take it for like. Oh, you should take yeah. like advantage of that and run with it. Yeah, absolutely. like a couple times and film it. And I am yeah, absolutely right. making a fake Facebook account. <laughs> you should. There is no you question. Should. You should. You should start Gustavo Rock's music. Music or school? Gustavo Rock's record label. Oh my god! And legitimately sign people. <laughs> like like go to L.A. to the L.A. business department and and can create an actual like yes. LLC and yes. become a yes. And you should do stuff like Friday. Right, it's Friday. Like those kind of songs. Yeah, I could yeah. get a, I could get away with that. Totally. Dude, you are fantastic at piano, and I it, this is one of those guys that spends so much time doing comedy. Yeah, and I get blown away by the fact he doesn't spend so much time playing like piano which to me is like i mean look you're funny but piano is ridiculous you know oh, it's like that's very sweet you know piano is crazy and i wish i could learn it you know well we we had uh we used to play on set together a lot we used to yeah. uh, jam it yeah we would jam out because we were so dude it was so we were so f- fucking lucky like we'd show up we had a music room in the fake recording studio on a soundstage at yeah. Paramount that had real speakers, real guitars on loan from Fender, and a real piano. And so we would just, we would jam out, and it would be like, you'd walk in sometimes during lunch, and it'd be like Kendall and, you know, Jordan Sparks, you know, sitting yeah. at the piano and just screwing around together. And it was like, it was insane. It, yeah, was, it was insane. There was a lot yeah. of talent yeah. on that set. That was I would just set up a bed and never leave. I yeah. be like, that's well, wrong. I think well, they had you might, if you team. set up a bed and didn't leave, you might be forced out. Yeah, <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I tried. I tried a few times. <laughs> they, they would not let me. I, I slept in my dressing room a few times. I made I a lot that. of mistakes in that. my dressing room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I forgot to tell you. I uh, last night I had a, a little uh, fireball moment. <laughs> Another one? Yeah. Well, you know, I've been. I'm having a lot of fun recently. They're and, a lot uh, of fun. They're great. I they're, love the fireball. They really are. They really are. Glazer, you know anything about this? About these fireball moments? Oh, real fun time. Oh, they're so great. What happens is, is uh, when you drink fireball whiskey, then you know things just get a little uh, <laughs> crazier. Like like life just gets a little brighter and mm-hmm. more exciting. So where were you? And, well, I was at a uh, Sportsman's Lodge. You know that oh, yeah. place? The used old... to do stand up on a patio. Oh God! Where you get heckled by buses driving by. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Ah, yeah. Uh, so that's what happened. Is um, we were, I was there and I was hanging out, you know, just uh, just you know, relaxing. I had a couple of drinks, a couple of shots of Fireball, and uh, I took a little wander around. I was doing a little little wander into this little forest behind Sportsman's Lodge. Oh, you know, there's, there's a, a forest, forest back there. Yeah, there's a forest over you there. You find Ooh. so many weird forests in oh, LA. Yeah, there's it's a amazing. lot of forests. There's a lot of greenery out here. And I'm wandering around through the forest. I'm having a nice little time. I have a bottle of Fireball mm-hmm. with me, as per usual, and I'm walking around and. Uh, what do I see but a 
I saw a fairy. Really? Yeah, it was just floating did, did there. You, did you talk to it? What happened? Yeah, I was like, hey, are you real? I'm real. I'm, I'm just as real as you are. Wow, you're so bright. Oh, well, that's because I came from heaven. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. Is that where all fairies are from? Well, we live everywhere. Some live in heaven, and some live in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that that's where they live. That's so mm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, so what are you doing out here in the forest? You having a good time? Well, I came for you. You did? Yes, well, I, I came with a message. Oh, you did? Well, mm-hmm. What's the message? Little Mr. Glickman hopping through the forest, <laughs> scooping up the field mice and popping them on the head. You can't do that. Put down your fireball, time to sober up. Oh, <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> hey, you want to? You want a quick? You want? Would, would you like? Hey, fairy, would you like a shot of this fireball whiskey? Yeah. All right, here you go. Try it out. Oh wow, that just goes right down. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> and then I made sweet, sweet love to that fairy in the woods. Uh, and, uh, 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 <laughs> it was the greatest experience of my life. Fireball whiskey. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Um, yeah. when, uh, when, when you actually... Start when we actually started filming. What what was it like for you? Kind of you know get you know kind of getting in the swing of things and and starting to work. Like, I had I had never um, booked a series regular part before, so I didn't know what was involved in that. Yeah, I remember going and and doing like the camera test, which was like a makeup. To see how your makeup looks on camera, and then they they bleached my hair a little bit like Whoa. not not a lot but a little to make it more blonde because of all the tall blonde and eyebrow jokes right that sure scott had written because you know you can't rewrite those of course not and um <clears throat> which i'm cool with honestly i think it's funny but we did that stuff and then we started filming and you know how it was it was like i mean you were working a lot but they had us there oh yeah six to six to seven 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh, no, and then no. it, it would be 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. and then yeah. it was 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. every day. So it would just it got crazy. Oh and yeah. Oh god. And you guys like I would. I mean, my days on that set were long, but your guys, you guys' days on those sets were like you guys were doing music videos. Followed by, let's get them off set so they can jump in a car and go to the airport. And, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, when we shot the we shot this Halloween episode that is notoriously one of like those times where everything got really. It was when things were getting really crazy. We're like, it was too was, ambitious. It was too ambitious to film this episode. Yeah. yeah, we we shot at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery right. from like four in the afternoon until five o'clock in the morning. It's like sunrise, yeah, yeah. And then at five in the morning, they they had to leave the set after dancing all night in front of an audience in a in a cemetery in Halloween costumes <laughs> in a oh, werewolf outfit in a werewolf you were outfit a I was in a werewolf yeah. outfit and they were transforming back and forth from like human to yeah. regular so it was like Holy it was crazy shit. smoke and fire and all sorts of stuff and then at five in the morning the four guys get into a car are driven to the airport put it on a plane flown to Vegas so that they can perform in Vegas the next afternoon or the next yeah it was that the next, next day next day and it was like you you could you could see at that point that it was kind of starting to get yeah. like a little yeah that adds up after a while I mean yeah. you've seen all the stuff with the like the Fifth Harmony girls I don't know how much of the stuff about coming out about them is true but I heard uh, a leaked 
um, I was just talking about the thing about a a leaked uh, little uh, audio of one of the girls saying like, come on, you know how crazy this is. They work us and they work us. And it's like, you know, it's like, like slave labor. It's ridiculous. And she was like really upset. Yeah. And, you know, there were lots of girls on Twitter tweeting about that on their devices made by slave labor in China. (laughs) (laughs) About how they should free fifth harmony. (laughs) Very important. So ridiculous. I don't even know that I want to finish my thought after you just said that. No, no. Honestly. No. Honestly. It's fine. It just makes me, it just, you know what it is? is is like i think people don't realize how easy you can you can run someone into the ground yeah it is a lot of work even with even with nice clothes and buying them stuff and making them feel like they're super famous and successful which by the way they really do a lot of that where they make you feel way more famous than you are right so that it kind of goes to your head sure so it's like you know it's kind of tricky and there was times where we were dealing with a lot of that stuff. yeah and you're and they're put but that's the thing is like as a human being they can only push so the, you're just a person like they only can push you so much and like I like I, I completely understand the it's really what, first world problems well, I don't want to make it yeah, sound like I'm complaining no, but, no but, of you course know. not yeah. but as somebody no, no, who no, no, like no. watched and Matt's people. just Matt's just uh, an asshole That's yeah this is he, true just what he does. <laughs> super sure true. I know yeah. this the only friend of mine ever to be banned from the set of Big Time Rush <laughs> <laughs> which I mean now, that's I have a, a question for you. when you started you filmed what four or five episodes before hit the air like how many did you have in the we were on six. I think we were on episode six. So you filmed like six episodes, and you really have no idea about what it's going to be. Yeah, they didn't and turn know. into. They had no. And idea. And then wow. that show hits the air, and then I think it was number one, like number one right away. And then it was like a couple months later, you did your first concert at the Citadel. Right? I was for there Christmas. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And like that's the one where I remember you told me like you tried to park and you're like I got to park like a mile away from this place. Yeah, I was like what am I where am I what am I supposed to do? And they like, wanted yeah, they wanted you didn't they want you to introduce us on stage or something? Didn't you so, intro us on stage? Maybe maybe? I just remember that was those performances were painful because yeah. we were still learning. It was like a baby learning how to walk, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. we're a boy band. What yeah, you were yeah. trying to dance and Dude, we were the furthest thing from like a traditional kind of i mean i don't know what's a traditional boy band but like you know our dancing was like jumping yeah Yeah. that's cool and then someone would go go, logan logan do a flip and then he would do a backflip and they go sweet we 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 finished another song so what was the moment (laughs) like is there a moment you have where like you're like oh my god this is really gonna be like a big thing like is there some moment where that really hits you when you were knighted? Uh, well, it was <laughs> – yeah, when I was knighted, well, a similar thing, meeting the president was like, you know, this is a, this band is popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which like, president did you meet? Obama. Oh, yeah. Wow. Obama. Yeah, a couple times. to the White House. A couple times. Yeah, yeah, again, because with something like this, it's not a matter – I've, I've been kind of experiencing a little of what this this kind of type of thing is. There's levels of there like there's like levels of of this uh, fame or excitement uh-huh. that happens where it's like the first one is oh my god I'm on a set on Paramount on the lot I'm making a thing this is amazing beeping yourself in yeah you're beeping your yeah just using the card just to get it and people they start recognizing you you're mm-hmm. like wow my life is in a totally different place like this is crazy and then comes another level where yeah. it's like oh we're on set and the extras like they they have uh, or um. You know, uh, Bobby Lee shows up to do an episode, and it's like no big deal, and nobody, <laughs> no one gives a shit about that he's even there, and and you're like, it's fucking Bobby Lee. Like, yeah, Bobby we Lee's were all amazing. freaking out. We were excited, or like that, uh, you know, celebrities start showing up to the set to come meet you guys. Yeah. That's a weird level, and yeah. then like when Dave Keckner showed up from Anchorman mm-hmm. to come meet the cast and cool. bring all of his kids and everything. Nice guy. And then it kind of 
takes a, takes the next step where they start using our show to launch other shows and have have us be the lead in for mm-hmm. other shows and then you know it just it, and then you guys on tour and it starts going from like small venues or free venues where people can come for free to come to come see the you. mall like, tour like a mall to yeah. to, yeah. to jumping to like just giant it. massive concerts it's big amphitheaters yeah yeah opening for uh, opening for Bieber I mean it's 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 Which Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> His dad. Whoa! His dad. Oh my god! Jeremy. Jeremy Bieber. Jeremy Bieber. Who did you? So who did? Cool. Who did you guys get to open for when you when you were touring? Like who were some of the people uh, you? Oh well, you know there were some interesting ones on the radio shows. We opened for Shaggy one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. um, in fact, Shaggy opens for himself. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh Maybe god. I shouldn't yeah. say that. But he is his own hype man. What? Yeah, you know, like when like there's no one on stage and you hear, ladies and gentlemen, you make you ready. <laughs> Are you ready to see Shaggy? I want to hear you know like that. Yeah, no that's him. way. That's him. It's him doing it himself not, and not in the voice. Holy. Like like this, you know. Are you guys ready to see Shaggy? And then and then he comes on the regular. Oh my god! And then right as he comes out, and we're sitting on the side of the stage watching this happen. Like that's awesome. This is unbelievable. And that's <laughs> that same show, Vanilla Ice Blade. Oh, nice. that same my show. God, yeah, That's big time rush, Shaggy, yeah, Vanilla Ice. So what? Vanilla Ice headlined. Uh, it show. was. It, it might not have been Vanilla Ice headlining, but then there was a show we played with one of the guys from uh, um, from New Kids on the Block, Jordan McKnight. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. That I mean, like we had some weird opening, but then Justin, of course, was a huge 70,000 yes. 70, people two nights in a row. In Mexico people. City, right? Yeah, Mexico oh, City, and that and that God. that has never stopped for us like I, I still that's my number one market still Mexico City Mexico. oh yeah and that's that's where all of most of uh, the fans in Latin America consist for me is 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 Mexico City and I think a lot of it stems from that first opening for Justin Bieber because you have 70,000 people you know eagerly waiting and then you bring four like new this new band from America mm-hmm. four guys and it was just like from that moment on in in Latin America from that moment on it was like Huge. How often do you go to Latin America to perform? Every year. Every oh, year. That's yeah. so awesome. I've been to Mexico City now like 12 times or something like that. Oh I mean, my I God. can't remember. Yeah. Now, what were your first uh, this uh, there was a big a lot of questions about this on Twitter, but what were your first impressions of of some of the people that you worked with? Like can we gonna Let's go down. Take, you want to go down a list? Let's go down yes. the cast. Ooh, okay, cuz people had questions about everybody. I got I got about everybody. So, let's uh, let's take a we'll do a little thing. I'm going to take a walk down the cast list. Let's start with uh, our uh, our our dear friend and your bandmate uh, James Maslow. What did I think about him? Yeah, when you when this when this first, first impressions of James Maslow. Yeah. <clears throat> well, James has always like, been. How about, how about like first impression to what you ended up feeling about? Well, him? let me tell you one thing that hasn't ever changed is his oh. humor, and I think you know that. Yes, absolutely. His humor has always stayed the same. Uh, borderline vulgar, <laughs> crossing the line oh, every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, bo- always going over over the line. Um, yeah. So that's never changed, which I think is hilarious, and I think is needed in society. You need some. There's always needs to be a guy who who pushes the limits because it's yeah, funny. Yeah, he's pretty dirty. And if it's not funny, it's not relevant, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so anyway, he's always been like that. Um, he's definitely matured since then. And I think when he was, I mean, he must have been 19. He was very pretty. Oh yeah. Yes. I oh, mean, gorgeous. now he's a handsome grown man oh yeah but then he was very very gorgeous yes, you know and it was yeah. like i think it w- he had that kind of persona a little bit right oh, sure. had a little bit of you know the maslow walk oh yeah oh he had a whole he had a walk he still oh, yeah. got it this he is a very it. this is a very handsome gentleman like does yeah. the world get out of his way yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Walk? It, completely. no it's like it it's like it's um yeah it's just like 
part in the oxygen mm-hmm. yeah. in front of and him. He, <laughs> and on top of it, he's Jewish. Uh-huh. And he's like one of the prettiest. So great guy. with money. Yeah. Hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> but people would see him and they would be like, oh, they'd be like, oh, look at look, look at this man. He's just he's just so gorgeous. Like, look, I'll show you a picture of James. He's I love that his last name's Maslow, so he's like Maslow. self-actualized in every <laughs> way yes. possible. That's him all the way on the uh this is him right here. That was when we met him. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want more than that? <laughs> That's a handsome. And now, now he looks like now he looks now like he does, now he looks especially yeah. yeah. Now, now he looks like that. Now he looks like he looks like he could be a like a superhero or something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, my favorite thing that ever happened is the first meeting I ever. Well, I I've known James since we were uh, long time, right? Since he was like 13, 14 years old in San Diego because more we were family friends. Weirdly enough, of all weird places yeah. to be, weirdest thing ever though. The day that that we had both been cast, and it was like the it was like the it was like two days after the uh, the first day of shooting with you, I went out for lunch with his father and him at a little restaurant nearby, and James is sitting there with me and his dad, and his dad goes, "Have you seen the body on my son? Look at this guy. Just oh, show him, show him, show him your uh, your cheek. Look at the cheekbones. Look at this. Have you seen this kid? Look at the, he has a great ass. Uh, the whole body is just tore. <laughs> it's just ripped. Look at this. Pull your shirt up. Show him, show him your abs. Show him your abs, son. And James is like, well, you want to see my abs? Like showing, like just kind of like showing a little skin in the restaurant. I'm like. What is going on right now? Like, I know he's attractive. He's a good-looking guy. Think about, right, but think about how oh, that man. father feels, right? Oh, think yeah. about it as a father. You you give birth to a, a kid, and then he grows up, and he starts to look like that. You're thinking, <laughs> I'm amazing, right? <laughs> he he, because you like, have to feel like that. My sperm is magic. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah! It's like yeah. Think about you know the father of Brad Pitt. It's probably yeah. like uh, that's from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I get you know? that. Yeah, so I get it. I made that. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Carlos Penavega. High energy. Yeah. Great guy, very nice, very very nice, like overly like overly nice, very sure. nice and attentive, and um, I mean just super crazy, <laughs> wild. Do you know? Do you know the first thing he ever said to Matt? He's, what? This is a, this is a true story. This is Carlos. Just by met the way, him. Like just met I was him. there when you guys were shooting the pilot. Okay. There's a scene. This is a fact. Where there's a uh, Minneapolis news van outside, and there's like, <laughs> there's like the snow, right? And we're just standing there, and he looks at the van, and he's like. <laughs> Minipolis? Is that a real place? <laughs> <laughs> and Matt goes, oh, God. <laughs> He's very intellectual, Carlos Payne. Oh, Minipolis. But he was, but, I mean, you know what? You know. Just seriously, yeah. the nicest dude. And now, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you've probably talked about it, but a father. A you father. Know, you know my brother's just crazy to think. Well, here's what's crazy to me, is that first episode, we got Minipolis, okay? Yeah. Fourth season, he's directing. He's, he's directing the show, and he's amazing at it. Like he is, like he he leaps and bounds from like yeah. from like the from like Minipolis directing baby. Yeah, yeah. that is outrageous. And then and well, did he get an Emmy for that? He got an Emmy for, for Greece. For, uh, yeah, and he was amazing yeah. in Greece. Oh, I a- actually laughed like out loud a lot watching him because really? partly because it's really funny to see your friend doing that, and then right. also like. He really got the attitude, the comedy attitude of Kaniki down, like, oh yeah, unbelievably. I was like, really impressed. And yeah. I mean, not that I didn't think he was going to do a great job. Carlos is the kind of guy who always does a great job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he throws himself into something, yeah, he's not going to do something half-assed. That's no. for sure. Yeah, no way. But um, uh, yeah, my brother calls him Papa Penna now. Wow. <laughs> have and you he, seen he'd the? He'd be like, you talking about Papa Penna? Have I'm you like, seen the baby yet? I, I've seen pictures, but we're going to be going uh, soon to. 
Yeah. Just check it out. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's outrageous. Uh what about uh what about this guy uh Logan Henderham? Logan Henderham. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I knew him. Did you know him ahead very of time? Briefly, because I knew his girlfriend at the time. Um and I had met because I knew his girlfriend growing up out here in Los Angeles and then he came to a party that she was at and this was like, Oh, this is the new guy. Right. And it was like and then I met him just one time and it was at this party and I played music and he sang to like me playing guitar, which was totally ironic. Whoa. I was singing I was singing Maroon Five, just like jamming at this uh it was actually Cody Lindley's party. Oh my god. Um and he was singing with me and then I was at the boy band boot camp like final audition thing and the boys walk in and he's in the group. So I was like, oh, thank God. Like at least someone that I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. person. Because it's yeah. a little nerve wracking to go into something like that where everybody knows each other. Oh, I and, can't, and, yeah. and you're imagine. the fucking new guy. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. No, I completely. So completely. it was really nice. And he's always been, and now still, I mean, still to this day, I just saw him uh, three days ago. He came over. We had a casual wine and burger mm-hmm. night and sharing music. Yeah. Now he's oh, yeah. doing music now. When is his album going to come out? Cause I know that's a question we get on. Well, Twitter I'm not going to drop his deets because I don't think he, even he knows, but, okay. um, 2017, I will say, yeah, 2017, most likely. I okay. mean, I would be blown away if it wasn't that, but, um, I did hear the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what genre is it? Can it's, you share uh, that? I would say, uh, it's, uh, it's grunge pop. Oh, Ooh, that makes, right, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of very kind of like a lot of attitude. All right, yeah. you know what I mean? Like him, crunchy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. The ni- he's the nicest guy in the world, but he's got a lot of attitude. He like, does his own personal kind of like mm-hmm. essence is very very attitude. Yeah, he's one of those people that um, like everybody's kind of going like, what what's that? What's what is, next? What what is this? Is he is he okay? And he's like, oh, I'm better than okay. Yeah. And you're he's like, so, but what are you? <laughs> what are yeah. You doing? Every time I talk to him, he's either out of the country, flying, like in you know, hanging out on a beach somewhere, or he's working on music. Look, he's the mysterious guy. He is very for mysterious. sure. Yeah. Ask me about that guy, Kendall. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> what about that guy, Kendall? Fantastic. Really, yeah. just such a solid. Such guy. a nice. What do you think when you first met him? <laughs> yeah. Wow, he's ugly. <laughs> me too. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> what about? Damn it, Matt. What about, what about uh, Sierra Bravo? Now, just like a adorable, like I don't know, miniature person. Yeah, she's giant now. She now, well, she's like tall. Yeah, but, but still, still somehow still... looks so small. I know. Yeah. And I I'm know. not even saying like just general. Just generally looks like a. It's like an she optical that, illusion, dude. She got that Selena Gomez thing where she looks like a kid. And she's gonna and still it'll be that look, way forever. Yeah, and then it'll be like it'll kind of it, th- that'll kind of work itself out. But you she's, hear a funny I mean, one. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So I, I, uh, well, along many other things, I helped her learn how to drive when she was getting her license. Of yeah. So talk here. about like you know oh, weird growing up around somebody and then like, not only playing the older brother, doing and then the actual teaching older brother her. Role. Yeah. Oh. So I was taking her around Paramount, um, around uh, Santa Monica, and and that, and um, now. And recently, now she's 19, but I'll say a year and a half ago, I saw her at like a house party and I had brought a bottle of wine <laughs> to share with the people of the party. Mm-hmm, sure. And, and she's like, oh, I'll have a glass. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm corking the bottle. I'm like, like this, this feels really wrong. strange. And yeah. so I'm like pouring. And by the way, she wasn't 21, but oh, well, yeah. give me a break. Yeah. So I'm like, 
Porter, and she's like, takes a sip. She goes, mm, wow, yeah, this is great. This is really, she has, she goes, this has some, a great like flavor profile. And I was like, this is a fourteen dollar <laughs> yeah. bottle of wine. Okay, like it was the weirdest thing going from teaching her how to drive to her telling me about the flavor profile mm-hmm. of a wine. Now it's a good thing that you taught her how to drive because oh, if Glickman did, she wouldn't have a license. Right? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent true. <laughs> if Glickman taught her, she'd have some sort of vanity plate on the back of her yes. car yeah. saying something like. By the like, way, uh, my uh, my Gustavo Rock, my Gustavo Rock plates are going away. They're Why? going away. He's I got getting, uh, Storks plates. I got Storks plates. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they yeah? just says my mom got it for me oh, without telling she's so me. Proud. You know, she went to the DMV and I paid for Storks I was waiting for, for you to plates. say because I'm making a change and it's time to grow up. <laughs> no, no, no way, man. No. It's time to, time to get it. Storks plates. I was waiting for that. Oh man. Okay. Oh yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Gustavo Rock. Oh man. You always knew where he Does was. Does it say in the like? Lot. You better believe yeah. it. Does it um, say like P. Toady? Is that what it says? No, it just says Storks. You'll still You're know. You're kidding. So it's black cool. plates you know, with yellow writing. You'll still know where he is. Just look for the Mustang that's all beat up. <laughs> with a lot of dents in it. With a lot of dents in it. The best part is, is that he also would put, like, not just Storks, but, like, director of Storks. Right, of course. Yeah. Even though oh, yeah. not at all the director. Yeah, not the director. Yeah. I would put something weird. Yeah. That is a great fit. You remember, yeah. I think I, I think you saw them. I got business cards while we were doing Big Time Rush, and the business cards said, um, Dr. Stephen Kramer Glickman. Um, PhD. 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 DDS. Yeah. And then it had the law the law the logo. Legal. Attorney at law. It said attorney at law underneath. <laughs> and then it had the, the legal and the snake with the, the, the staff. Hospital. The hospital <laughs> one. And then it had all the information on it if it was wrong. Everything was wrong. <laughs> and I got like 200 printed up and I just walked around and gave them out to people. Oh, that's and great. then I had them put on checks. I had checks made where it's a <laughs> Dr. Stephen Kramer Wickman. And and literally Chase who like was like you you can't do that. Like yeah, that's against that's the law. So I had yeah. to move to a different uh, question for you from Twitter. Uh, yes. Molly O'Donnell wants to know if you will call her. Uh that's a no, right? No. I already told her it's a no. <laughs> what? You already told her it's a no. He's going to ask yeah. me, put me on the spot. Yeah, anyway. it's a, Thanks it's for a throwing me under the bus, I'm man. I'm not going to make you call, maybe, call maybe, maybe you should call her. Maybe you should call her. Maybe you should call her. The weird thing is she tweeted like you and me and Glickman and Teen Vogue and yeah, Seventeen and just Jared. You know what was funny about it? Well, Kendall called me and drops her phone number in there. She almost made it seem like I was actually I missed a meeting to call her. Right, yeah. Kendall's going to call me. Uh, okay. Tell him to call me. Yeah. But um, I just said, no, you won't. Yeah. Tanya Chisholm. Excellent. Uh, ch- Newly wow. engaged, Tanya Newly Chisholm. Newly engaged. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe she's that? She's a romantic. It's only a yeah. matter of time before she's going to get engaged. She was looking for a guy to like sweep her off her feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now, we had Joey Fatone on the show a couple weeks ago, and he talked about the moment when he discovered Lance Bass with a man straddling him. Were there ever any moments like that in Big Time Rush where you saw something I discovered surprising? quite a few men straddling other men. No. <laughs> I, Did you ever walk in on anything happening or, or uh, witness anything that you're like, oh, no. I never walked, let's put it this way, I never like walked in and saw anything, like, you know. But I'm sh- I know that I have walked by a room where maybe the room was occupied and I knew that. Yeah, sure. You know they what I mean. But I definitely never like. I never like. Oh my ah uh, ah! Uh, like my <laughs> eyes, yeah, my eyes. That never happened. <laughs> my, my precious eyes. <laughs> that never. Ha- that never happened. <laughs> okay, now here's a, here's a real question. Is it a fact that when we went to go shoot Big Time Movie in Vancouver? That you guys played with a Ouija board and got scared and moved out of the hotel. Is that true? That's a fact that my bandmates. Okay, your bandmates played got with a Ouija board and got scared and got insisted scared? on leaving the hotel. Yes, and Victoria. I'm we betting were in, it was Carlos. 
Is it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. We were at the Empress Hotel, which is like a 120-year-old hotel. Some oh, crazy you cannot hotel. mess with spirits at start, a place like that. They started doing Ouija board, and they got scared, and they, they had yeah. to go stay at Holiday Inn. Because you know Parker Brothers has the direct line to the spirit world. Yes. Yeah. If you're over eight years old, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was dangerous. I knew. I just you yeah, know it was so stupid. We did do little like ghost hunting. Like we went around the hotel at night with flashlights and like. Oh the, I mean, God. you know that place. Of course, a real uh, legitimate hotel, but it seemed like no one was there. Oh yeah, and terrifying to stay in. The photos I, I saw of it looked kind of like the, the, the hotel from the Terri- Shining. Ter- like, yeah. Terrifying yeah, to stay in. One of those where the rooms where the rooms are all different. You know what I mean? Because it mm-hmm. wasn't built like that. You know, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Did you see the twin Mo- girls saying, "Come play with yes. us"? Most mm-hmm. hotel most hotels uh, that have like you know a, a hundred. Hundreds of, hundreds of rooms in it usually have about four different style rooms, and that's that's a fact. And yeah. um, this this place had ninety eight different kinds of rooms. Oh, so no. that doesn't feel good when Absolutely. you walk into Knowing a room. That, and is this the room that someone died? In? This is the room someone died. Yeah. Someone died here. Someone died. Someone <laughs> died in every room. I, every there's room. There's a stain on the ground, here. and you're like, it's always blood. Yeah, it's really it's a creep. It was creepy. Yeah. Um, that have, was uh, what a. Sorry. Have you seen a ghost? No, I haven't ever seen what I would perceive to be a ghost. No, I don't. Oh, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, because it's because they don't exist. Okay. That's why you have I seen something? Have All I right. seen something? Will you read my thesis, please? <laughs> 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 you have, but okay. I figured out. No, yes. No, but you know what? Like, um, I am just so disappointed sometimes with how boring life is. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I want to see a ghost. Yeah. How boring is it that we can't see ghosts? We can't do magic. Aliens don't come and visit. I know. Like, this is bullshit. It's I want bullshit. excitement. Yeah. I want some. I want some excitement. I don't even stuff care if it's like Independence Day when the aliens come and they're like, you know, there's this big looming ship and like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It would just be so damn exciting. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. You know, for a moment that would be for really a moment cool. it'd be so cool. Before <laughs> we continue talking about ghosts and alien bullshit, I gotta <laughs> listen. There are other people that were in this cast. There that was. If we don't, if I don't mm-hmm. get into talking about these people, we need some deep cuts here. This is some real stuff okay. that you need to really talk about yeah aaron sanders what, what, aaron sanders what was what was she like for you um well aaron again like nobody that you're gonna mention to me that i'm gonna be like horrible person no 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 these they are all, people, all great these are all people. people that i love i'm not i'm not trying to get you to say anything bad like, i just what want kind you to of deep cuts are you talking about i'm talking about like let's talk about caitlin tarver playing your girlfriend for like an extendedly long period of time. Did you guys spend a lot of time together or like, in fact, we spent no time together outside the show. Really? Zero. I mean like literally I can't think of a time that Caitlin and I hung out outside of the television show. Wow. And I'm not proud of it. I just don't know why I can't, I can't think of why that. Well, you guys did spend a lot of time together on the show. That had a lot. Dude, do we, did we hang out with any, of each other like really like we hung out sometimes you, you but, and me hung out a couple times and had burgers but, but we not spent really. so much time we yeah. spent 12 hours a day together it's like when you're done you don't need to see them again like yeah, no, you know no true. i actually never i actually kind of feel bad about it <laughs> i never remember? hung out with her one time outside the television show well give your phone number on the air maybe she can call you <laughs> <She'll> call <laughs> yeah, she's got it what about uh what about savannah jade savannah jade well she was was she always a jennifer who was oh no 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 savannah was not oh yeah, she was the replacement Savannah, Jennifer, right? No. Yeah, no, she it was Savannah, Denise, and Kel and Kelly Goss, right? Denise, uh, yeah, Denise, um, rep, uh, no, Kelly replaced um, Spencer Locke. Yeah, yeah, when she went to do uh, Resident Evil, right? And um, and then the two other girls were there. Savannah's married. What? Yeah, she married. 
Savannah Jade's married. So yes. is Caitlin Tarver. Yes. Oh my God. I'm Everyone's so getting married. Everyone's getting show. married. I've suddenly I just had that realization. I know. Challen yeah. Cates is married. Well, yeah. <laughs> Taunts. She's been Denise Taunts is, is still. She's killing it. She's out there. Yeah, doing she's stuff. doing great. She's doing music. I think. Something yeah. Like that. You see yeah. her commercials all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. What about uh? What about uh? Do you remember Tucker or Br- Breezy? Do you remember I think Tucker? I saw pictures of him. Like recent. Like he looks okay. exactly the same. Yeah, just yeah. a more grown just up version. Adult, more grown up. What a great kid too. Oh, such a. And good I felt guy. so bad for him being there with us. I know we are just such a bunch of assholes, <laughs> just running it's around really like a bad. couple of jackasses. Um, I felt bad for the guest stars because they always would God. end up leaving. Um, I, they probably would go home and take a hot shower. Yeah, yeah. probably. Now, do you remember um, when it comes to directors? Who my favorite? Remember, or yeah, who who your favorite? Is are? Fred Savage still your favorite? Fred Savage. <laughs> Fred Savage. <laughs> Fred Savage. There was a. I had a funny story. And by the way, I just want to say that I was I was messing with him when I said this. But there was a funny story when he was directing. Where one of the greatest. So you know he he was an interesting guy, right? I mean he had like a when he was directing, I think maybe he just was so pissed off by Look, the fact that Fred was an asshole when okay. he was on our set. I'm trying to be uh, nice. It, you, to, no, you're to, nice. Just, it's fine. Fred is yeah. a. I think Fred's a great guy. He is a great guy. I think he's a, a terrific director, but he did not enjoy doing our show. Mm-hmm. It was not his style. So of so show. Yeah. so so now I had a moment where I went maybe a little too far. Well, it was amazing. I had a Matt moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So <laughs> so. So basically, he was being kind of aggressive all day, with, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was starting to get a little Scorpio on and him, you know, and starting to sting back a little. Not, not to interrupt yeah. you, but he, there's, there's another side to this story, another piece of there the story. There was another, he got really upset at something, right? Here's, here's what happened. He had been, it was been four days of him directing the show, Fred Savage. Which is hard enough. And he was yeah, and he was not having a good time, and he wasn't getting along with the producers. They were they were uh, kind of kind of nitpicking him yeah. and and pushing all his buttons over and he, the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were very like every director got to that point at some point. Yeah, yeah. but he was having a very hard time with it. And and uh, um, I came in on day four, and um, he was like. I, I was so excited to, to work with him, and I sit down, and it comes time for him to do the scene with me, and I had two lines. My line was like, uh, all right, dogs, line up, or something like this, and he goes, and action. I go, okay, dogs, line up, and he goes, no, no, again, do it, but good, and I go, okay, dogs, line up, and he goes, no, do it for real. Do it like you're a- like an actor, okay, and he starts yelling at me in front of the camera crew, and the camera crew all love me, and, the guy, and, and uh, Kendall and the rest of the guys all love me and they were sitting in the video village tolerated, yeah. tolerated. <laughs> right <laughs> but they they were watching me and i was kind of like the you know big dumb uncle around yeah, them for the sure. most part you know sure. they all kind of felt a little protective yeah. and uh he, they watched him like berate me for a while and it did not go well and the scene ends and they literally the producers had to come over to, to fred and go you, all right well, you, you gotta stop you gotta stop you've gotten it you're done all mm-hmm. right we're done we're done with the scene and I go and I sit in Video Village and I just felt horrible. And everyone was sitting there in silence and Fred Savage is sitting there in silence. And this is kind of how it so, went down so, from there. So I'm messing with him throughout the day because now I was starting to get a little like pissed yeah. that he was acting. In, by the way, he had every reason to. But I think I was just adding on to it at this point. And I went, I was walking behind him when he was sitting in the director's chair looking at the thing. And I made a joke. I was like, I'm just upset because everyone thinks that I'm the guy from Boy Meets World. And he was like, <laughs> and, like as if I was him. And he was like, 
You're like, like as I sat there yeah. in my chair, <laughs> I thought to myself, hmm, why am I directing this show? Yeah. Like, it was so funny. And he oh. got so upset. Yeah. And then Logan said, um, I said, Logan, why don't you do your impression of Tom Cruise? It was that's when it happened, the Tom Cruise jumping on the couch mm-hmm. thing. I was like, why don't you do your impression of Tom Cruise and you know, for uh, for Fred? And uh, so Fred was like, all right. And so <laughs> Logan did his impression, and Fred was like, all right, whatever. And like looked back at his notes, and uh, and then Logan said, um, hey, I uh, I hear that you do a great impression of Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and he said, uh, um, I don't. And he goes, oh, no, that's right. You're just a big dick. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, we out. We out. <laughs> you know, like, that's it, a wrap. Yeah, that was a rough. My, my favorite still is another savage, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Savage Steve Holland. Savage, Savage, Savage Steve Holland. Steve Holland. He's a legend. I mean, look, I love all the directors we had. Like like Judge, Jonathan Judge was amazing, course, too. Of but, course, yeah. But Savage Steve Holland was still is just the coolest. Yeah. I, have, I loved his booze humor. I think that was God, my favorite so part. I have an funny. original piece of his artwork hanging on my wall. Really? Because his first job in show business was he drew the whammies on the game show Press Your Luck. And uh, I'm oh, a huge wow. game show nerd, and he drew me a whammy on the back of... One of the pages oh, of the script. Like the little red guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have that uh, framed hanging on my wall. Yeah, he was awesome. Jonathan Judge was awesome. Stuart Schill. Skyshot. Super awesome. Skyshot. I bought an amp from him. I actually still have an amp. Uh, oh, an a, amp? A Fender, yeah, Fender Princeton. I thought you said an ant. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I bought an ant from him. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting purchase. Uh, <laughs> must have been 900 bucks. Yeah. 900 bucks. It's a very small ant. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, no, every, every, David Kendall and uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum and Paul Lazarus and uh, Joe Mendez and every, you know. Joe was a great guy. God. Yeah. Uh, Henry Chan. Henry Remember Chan. Chan? I was just about oh, to say. man, did he have a hard time with yes. us. We were a bunch of it was, it was us and the language barrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all tricky. And then, of course, Carlos Pena, the greatest director. Oh, that's on there? Had. Yes, it is. Oh. You better believe it. Here's a question. That was Here's great. A fun, here's a fun one for you. When you got to perform at the White House, because we just talked with, with uh, Joey Fatone about performing at the White House, do, was, were you alone? or I mean, Was it just Big Time Rush, or was it other bands that were there performing as well? When we or sang per- in the White House, it was the kids. For, it was a first annual kids' state dinner, and we were the entertainment for that. Get for, wow. for the, for out of yeah. here. Which was four four songs or something like that. Incredible. Oh my so, God. But I had a moment when we actually met. So we met them before, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So we had. What was the first time? Tell the, me first the first time, time we met was Worldwide Day Play. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when we went to the White House. We played ping pong with Michelle Obama, oh which was God. pretty crazy. Did she beat you? She Well, yes. <laughs> Did you let her win because she's the president? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I take that back. She was really good. I mean, I'm serious. She was really yeah. good at ping pong. She probably is one of those kind of like secret ping pong players. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, there's always that guy who's like, I'm actually really good. Yeah, 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 um, sure. So then we met him for the Christmas event, uh, the the DC tree lighting. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met the president there for the first time. We like went back in the thing and they had like a tent and everyone who was performing at the thing went and met and they would shake hands and take a picture and I like I like gave a nice compliment to um uh the first lady's mom wow. so the first grandmother and I said like don't, don't you look lovely tonight and she was like oh thank you <laughs> and then when we were on stage I remember looking at her cuz she was in the front row and I looked at her and she made eye contact and I winked and she was like went like that. This woman, this woman's probably oh like you know, I don't know, eighty five, so ninety Kendall, years old. Did you at the time. or did you not hook up with the first grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that 
one. No, I'm not even going to go there with that. You could probably oh. get in trouble for even say, making yes. a joke yeah. about yes. that. Anyone listening and from the NSA it did not happen. It was Come to not, my house. It was not me. Go to Matt Walker's house. Matt Walker's fault. Uh, open your file on me and just add another. Go to entry. his house. Go to his house. But I wanted to tell you the story. Is I, we went uh, for the for the ping pong thing for the mm-hmm. Worldwide Day play. And we're in there, and we're waiting for her to come down. They had the whole thing kind of set up. And then I had to go use the bathroom. So I'm like, in this bathroom in the White House, which was, by the way, pretty cool bathroom, you know, like old school. And I walk out, and I'm like, there's all these scrolls on the wall. So I'm like, these scrolls are pretty cool. Like, And they're all rolled up. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, a- attached to the wall, rolled up. So I'm like, oh. can you like pull one pull out? out? So yeah. I'm pulling one out, like, like looking at it. And it's a German... A map of Germany, World War, uh, circa World War Two. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And I'm looking at it I'm like, wow, and I hear, "Hey!" I look <laughs> over, and the guy goes, "Don't touch that!" <laughs> just, just like that, like that's the dumbest thing you could have ever done. Why would you do that? Yeah. He goes, "That's uh, that's old," you know. And I was yeah. like, I, "I'm sorry, I just like I didn't think about it." But I, I will say, I did take a couple of the um, paper towels from the White House bathroom. Very what? nice. Yes. Do they have like they were nice monogram paper monogram. towels? Wow. Jeez, Louise. What, what, where are they now? <laughs> Probably in a box with other random shit. I feel so bad. That'll be great, though. You'll find it. You'll look at it and be like, this is all flowing right back to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really napkin. Nice. That's like those things you got to have. There's that booger. There it is. <laughs> there there it, is. is. it is. That's insanity, man. Yeah. So um, when you did Worldwide Day of Play, were you with other musicians or other people? Were there other Well, we had all the other Nickelodeon stuff? kids with us. Right, um, right. Uh, and... Did you interact with any with uh, the iCarlys and the McCurdys and the those folks? You know, the Victorias. You know, it's funny. So first of all, never really saw uh, Miranda Cosgrove more than five times. Right. Just super nice. Oh, you know her. She's yeah. the nicest. Now James used nice. to hang out with her. Yeah, she's literally the nicest person in the world. Sure. So she was always wonderful to see. Um, Jeanette McCurdy is hilarious. So God, I always liked funny. seeing her, but I never got to see her probably about as much as, yeah. as Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we saw Victoria all the time because she opened for Big Time Rush for oh, a yeah. while. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, Ariana before she was Ariana. Yeah, dude, I just ran into her at Universal. I was walking around on the back lot with this girl that I'm friends with at Universal, and we're walking around, and I go, "Oh, that's where they're doing hairspray." And as I say that, Ariana Grande comes out to like go to her car and I go I go hey Ariana and she goes oh my god and like ran over and gave me a big hug and was like I haven't seen you since I was a kid I was so lit oh my god so you're like you it. haven't grown at all yeah, like, you're still a kid holy crap and then the girl I was sitting there with was like you know Ariana <laughs> like she almost shit her pants she was so freaked that's out that's always a weird thing to explain to somebody right like um, like when I was at Coachella this last Coachella I ran into to Louie from One Direction Right, and I was a little worried because oh because I had so I told you that we had opened up uh, for for Bieber. We, yeah. we talked about that. Opened up for right. Bieber. Well, I saw him not too long ago at a concert, and he either didn't remember me or didn't care to. Wow! And it was really embarrassing for me oh, because we're it. all in the same business, you know. Yeah. So I felt like we should all be able to talk. And by the way, like I mean, talk to anybody, right? So, I'm Ken, are you like, saying that One Direction are the assholes that so have always no, 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 no. Actually, so what I wanted to say was we were at Coachella. Just say yes. Right. And no, Bieber. Bieber's Bieber. the asshole. And, <laughs> you, thought, you thought he was. You didn't hear me say it. Um, he's not an asshole. He just wasn't nice to me. No, that night. <laughs> but um, I was a little disappointed because uh, I'm a fan, too, by the way. Sure. I really love his music. I really love his music. Um, so anyway, we're at Coachella, and, and I see Louie, and I'm thinking I'm not going to say anything. 
because mm-hmm. of what happened the last time I saw someone super fucking famous and it right, was miserable. Yeah. So, so I like was continuing to walk by and then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm just going to say hi. And yeah. I, so I was like, Hey, what's up? I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, what's up, dude? And he was like, Oh, what's up, mate? Hey. And gave me the biggest hug. And I was like, see, that's how you're supposed to see, like greet someone. Like we had great fun yeah. times together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys you know? toured yeah. together. Yeah. So it's like, didn't you guys tour? You guys did tour together, right? Yeah, They mm-hmm. actually opened. They opened. Wow. They opened for Big Time Rush, yeah. Now, what a bizarre... Can't, wait, hang on a second. Yeah. We can't just let that slide. Yeah. When they, when they were opening for you guys, I remember that being like... Kind of like a oh yeah, Simon Cowell has this like new thing that he's trying out. It's remember like a that boy, too. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing the name and going. I I guess I haven't heard of it. Like yeah. maybe I need to look it up. And I remember looking it up. I just remember I did think it was a bad idea to put two boy bands together. Yeah, that's what Joey Fatone would yeah, agree. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 When Joey Fatone was on, he talked about how they always had a rule where they would never perform with other boy bands. They would have. Britney Spears they did shows with, they did shows yeah. with Christina, whatever, but never another boy band because they felt it was too Yeah, of course it is. It's two same. conflicting audiences, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And then they would do this thing. I started seeing it on Twitter where fans that were there were fans of One Direction who were coming to the show and then they were leaving and not st- like there were they were like there were fans that would not stick around and then it became like a big fight that on sucked, Twitter. Yeah. That must have sucked. That sucked, yeah. What a crazy Yeah, bizarre. warming up warming up for your headlining show and like 2000 people are leaving. What mm-hmm. a yeah, fucking like, weird situation yeah. to have happen. That was a that was a weird time. That actually was honestly the beginning of a lot of tension for us because it kind of felt like I mean to be honest if you're you're, you're having a company represent you and then the company that just got done telling you how amazing you are then attaches another boy band that they're going to use to like, I mean, they were going to be big no matter what. Yeah. Like it was blowing up no matter what, but it definitely helped to come to America on a successful tour. Mm -hmm. Right. That was already sold out. So, so, so for me, that was sort of the beginning of the, I think for all of us, that was the beginning of the musical tension with, with our the powers that be, Absolutely. and it's a big reason why I'm independent, uh, hundred percent now. Yeah. Because, look, could I go and solicit like a deal? Yeah, but after all this, like, I mean, it would be two days worth of conversations. But like, after enough experiences of that stuff, you said, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna be. It's about me being creative. It's not about like trying to be the most famous person in the world. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Mental health, man. Mental health. Yeah. Mental health. I I feel bad for a lot of these entertainers sometimes because they definitely do. If if they're under like a three sixty deal like that, they're getting like, I mean, like I said, I, first I world just, problems, but they're getting yeah, run ragged. For yeah, sure. but like I remember watching, uh, like walking into the into the writers' room on that first in that in that episode when they were like, we have to mention that One Direction is doing really well. We got to mention it on the show. We have to put we have to we have to do fake billboards and we have to make it an episode. And I was like. Why? This is a bad why, idea. Why yeah. are you doing this? It was it, they were they were literally showing the actual takeover happening. Yeah, and you're like, guys, just don't mention it. Just what do you? Why? <laughs> just, why? Your give TV it? world is not the real world. You yeah. know, a lot of people don't know this, but there was a period of time where Nickelodeon was soliciting uh, a show, One Direction. Yeah. Jeez. For a show. For a show. Because oh, they did. Man. They so did that was, Hartley, right? Imagine that. That's like. That for you know for for your like pride and joy band who is like the head of your network it was kind of like really like well they, also Nickelodeon yeah. really screwed big time because look okay they say the kids choice awards are voted on by kids whatever but we all know that's nonsense like they pick right. who they want to have 
do whatever. And they really kind of screwed the show Big Time Rush on the Kids' Choice Awards time and time again. Like, you're their big (laughs) franchise show, and, like, they wouldn't even nominate you for show of the year. Like, not even nominate you. And it's like— You know what I think is interesting is, like, Disney. Look, we all know Disney is, like, really good at what they do, right? And Disney is the kind of company that goes, we're going to have the RDMAs, but you're joking— if you think that we're not going to give mostly awards to our people. Of course. Like, sure. you're kidding yourself because they're smart and it's a yeah. business. Yeah. And Nickelodeon should do, they should be mostly fair, but they should also, you know, be promoting their brand. I mean, yeah. after this, let me step away as a as a consumer. Yeah. And yeah. step in as like if I was running a network. Yeah. Right. That's what I would do. I completely, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I don't think it's a fair thing to to do that especially when you're like oh we're gonna nominate these uh there you know there were there were years there where we were like killing it but think and they about were this. ignoring it this is the the funny part to me is if these awards are what you're talking mm-hmm. about right where they're pretty much picking them for their own yeah reasons right. then why wouldn't they yeah. that's the part that freaks you out like well, if they're going to pick it for their own reasons, then the main reason should be we should promote our number one show. Right. And if they're not, then wait, maybe they were what's using going that. On? And so it just was like there was a lot of craziness. Man. There was a lot. They, it was weird. I mean, look. You do had, you think that was part of their pursuit of One Direction to get them to sign with them and do a show and all that kind of? Oh, it could have oh, been man. so calculated, dude. It, it's look, smart business, but it's I, just it's tough. Can I ask you on top of that? Yeah. Like, are you mentally like are you? Do you care? Am I stable? At the time? I yeah. Think. Like, I mean, do you care? Or are you so busy and so at inside the time, of it that you're oh, like, oh, man, go, 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 he go. He knows. Go. I was a squeaky wheel. I was yeah. it's still t- the person I am now talking <laughs> about it the way that I'm talking about it now is the way that I was talking about it then. That's great. And I got a lot of flack yeah. from mainly the music side. People at Nick didn't really ever mind if you spoke your mind about how you felt. No. You know, they would kindly just say, well, that's just not how it is. But, you know, Sony would be the ones that they would get, they got mad at me. Like they were like, you know, because I would speak out for my band and like represent my mm-hmm. band and, and say you, we deserve better. Yeah. A lot of what you might yeah. or might not be hearing from this so or so-called, you know, leaked audio from, from the girls, right? right? Fifth Harmony girls. It was a lot of that conversation. Well, look, I mean, look, even though we, you know, we joked a little bit in the beginning about where Fifth Harmony, like about, about their being like the way that they're being treated and stuff like this. It it's is so a, it, hard being rich and famous. Yeah, but that's they're the, not rich no, and famous. That's though. the problem, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the Matt. They're famous, but they're not rich. Yeah, yeah, but Matt, yeah. that's the problem. Look yeah. at look, you look at In Sync and yeah. the situation that they had. Yeah, those guys had they they had been touring for two years. They had a ten ten grand in each of their bank accounts. Yeah. and they were owed millions, but they mm-hmm. weren't. It wasn't being delivered. You want to hear tricky? You want to hear some them. tricky business? Yeah. These girls are probably upset because they're playing radio shows all the time. Yeah. And oh. you don't get paid to play radio shows yeah. because it's considered promotion. promotion. But, ah. the, but the label is benefiting from the deal, but the girls aren't. And it doesn't matter if it's a lot of money. But I know if you told those girls, "Hey, we'll give you a couple thousand dollars for these radio shows just to like, you know, yeah, grease yeah. the wheels." They would be much happier. But yeah. Of course. There's just a you know there's a now yeah. talk about financials. Greed. <laughs> big Time Rush. I'm not going to ask for specific numbers, but did Big Time Rush set you up like you and the other three primary members of the band? Did it set you guys up to where like you don't have to work again? If you Absolutely don't want to? not. Like the f- complete polar opposite of okay. that. Yeah. Like like it, you did you did well. We used to joke about it. You remember Glickman we used to joke and say that it's kind of like if you owned two maybe one and then 50% share of another 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Like it's that's a that. good that's that's a good business. Good business. Right? Yeah. Like, like in in the guy who owns the Seven Eleven, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, but he's not 
Yeah, he's not wealthy. He's not he rich. Needs to, he needs to keep running the 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's yeah. what Big Time Rush was, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know what? I can never complain because it would be ridiculous for me to complain of, of what we got paid. We got paid really well compared to most people in the world. Yeah. But compared to the business, it was you didn't horrible. Walk, you didn't walk with millions no. in your bank account. Yeah. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Does the fame and, make And up the for fact it? that we got screwed so fucking hard by SAG-AFTRA on that. No well, residuals. It wasn't SAG. It wasn't SAG. It's just Sorry. a contract. After. It was AFTRA that had screwed us on the deal where we get no residuals. What? Which, by so, the way, it was the number one show in Italy and in France, and it just had yeah. a gold record. I just found what? out today, a gold record in France. Yeah. yeah. Big time rush. So, That's why you didn't even join AFTRA for like a year. They kept getting oh, on your case. No, 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 no. <laughs> Three years. <laughs> You know about this? Do you know about this? First season, AFTRA came and knocked on my door. Uh, AFTRA called and said, "You need to join AFTRA because you're in you're you're not in the union. That the show's in the union. Mm-hmm. It's, you're in SAG, but you need to join AFTRA." And I said, uh, "No, I'm not joining your union." And they were like, "You have to. It's an AFTRA show." And I was like, "Well, uh, fire me from the show, I guess. Like, yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Not doing it, guys. <laughs> your union sucks." And I was yeah. like, "Whatever." Second season, they go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Steven still hasn't signed with. After you need to, you need to pay the res- the, the 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 membership to become a, a part of the union. And I was like, right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, still not doing it. Still not going to do it. <laughs> Third season, they came and knocked on my door, and they were like, "You owe us like you know thousands and thousands of dollars." Yeah, SAG right now is three thousand dollars if you have, if you join. Yeah, now yeah. well now SAG after our team yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. together. Yeah. Now they're a lot better, and they're trying currently to fix. That issue that we had, which is the no residual thing, like they're trying, which to, is the most insane. It's such a fucked up thing to do. You guys um, are like Bob Denver, never got any money. From by the way, I just realized that. this whole podcast went to just, just like being like, "Wow, shit on everything." <laughs> shit. Well, here's how we're gonna like bring that. it back. Here's how we're gonna bring it back. Robbie, are you still here? Well, wait. There's one more question I have to ask that people. Robbie, on get over here. Listen, Come over here, Kendall. Before you go, we have here, to ask this because there. otherwise we will be murdered by people on Twitter. No, no, no. Have you guys ever discussed, and would you be open to getting back together as Big Time Rush and doing some shows? Uh, well, uh, we have, like, discussed it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it's just not as... I, I don't think it's as easy as just being like, you know what? Let's get the guys, let's get the fellas get back, the together. back together. Let's be- get the boys back yeah. together well, and do it again. Because Big Time Rush itself, the name... It's owned, yeah. It's yeah. owned by other people. Yeah. You know, there might be... Uh, I, I doubt it. There, there's ways where you can get around it sure but they'll spell it t-y-m-e and there'll be a big time let's, let's, tribute yeah, band. big big <laughs> herbs herbs and spices <laughs> oh by the way um that story that i tell in my stand-up act and i've been telling for years about me you know with Snoop, hyperventilating mm-hmm. into a paper hyper- bag i always tell that story and every time i've done it since since i started i've always said it was just me alone in the room because I didn't want to get anybody else. Like you would in be that trouble. cool to be hanging out with Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, no, hundred percent. Kendall was in the room, and so was Logan, and, and it was, I, it was and the I, four and of us. This way, I wasn't hyperventilating into a pit. And you watched <laughs> me great. hyperventilating. I drove you home. You did drive me home while I cried. While I believe. he cried. Yep. And said, "I can't feel my hands. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm dying." Yep. I got a phone call when That's he couldn't true. feel his hands, and he thought he was dying. And I said, <laughs> "I said, what the hell is wrong with you?" I remember telling you this. What the hell is wrong with you? We. Just just smoked weed with Snoop Dogg. Like, you were like, that's the I'm greatest I'm like, shaking my steering wheel. Like, this is the best thing like, the that's best ever happened. And I was like, I just can't. I'm I dropped you out. Off. I remember I thought I might have to walk you walk you into your apartment. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. I, I was a mess. Your roommate came to grab you. I was a, I was a complete, I was a complete and total mess. And you know, that night, you know what I ended up doing? 
Uh, hang, hang on a second. Matt, just relax, all right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You made Robbie put on headphones that aren't okay, even plugged oh, in. No, I didn't. Take That's them what off, I'm... you <laughs> fat bastard. That's what I'm trying to point out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, here's what happened. So here's what happened. Uh, I'll tell you what happens, when you, Robbie. When you, when you dropped me off that night after I smoked, after we all smoked weed with Snoop Dogg, yeah. I go up into the room, and uh, and I'm, I, I start to relax. After I watch TV, I started relaxing, and then I was like, I'm going to make some uh, chocolate chip cookies. And so I pull out the pan, I start making... <laughs> And I, I got the mix together and I make the chocolate chip cookies and I put pistachio nuts in the cookies. I, you know, mm-hmm. I just do the whole thing and I, I ate like three or four of them. I had a whole tray full of pistachio nut cookies. I ate like three or four of them. And my roommate walks in and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm eating a pistachio nut cookies. It's so delicious. Do you want one? And he goes, no, I'm going to bed. Good night. He goes to sleep. I wake up in the morning and, uh, the cookies I had made had uh, plastic in them and shells. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd eaten a bunch of them, and it did not feel good later when I, my, when it came out the other side. All right, so Robbie is uh, sitting here with us. Robbie, how are you? I'm pretty good. Okay, Robbie, here's what, what's going to happen with Robbie is, Robbie, oh, yeah, give, you can give him your mic. That'd be nice. Here, uh, I posted on Twitter and on Instagram uh, for fans to ask some questions, and I picked out a couple, and so I'm going to uh, point at Robbie, and I'm going to say the name, and then Robbie is going to read the question, and then you can answer it. Okay. Okay, and we'll kind of do it in a speed way, because there's tons of them. All right, All right here we go. Ready? Um, first one is from Emily Loves BTR on Instagram. What can we expect from the new Heffron Drive album? Um, thank you, Robbie, uh, for that question. <laughs> um, the new stuff, well, I actually have some new developments. It's, it's the Next year is going to be interesting. We're going to be putting out some music in the very beginning of the year, and then we're going to be putting out some music in the middle of the year. Uh, so we have to get to writing for that stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. What's it going to sound like? Awesome, like Americana rock. I love it. I love it. Um, now, Fania N- N- what is that? Fanya Nagayan? Nagayan? Nagayan. Nagayan? She says... Nguyen. 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 She says... Can you be my daddy? And then she follows that up with... How fun is it in the Heffron Drive? <laughs> no, that's weird. No, not, not that one. This Wait. bottom one here. There you go. Oh, does Kendall hang out with the other BTR members? Yeah, do you... Can you be her daddy? And also... You know they call me dad a lot for some reason. Why? Can, can you Why be my dad? I think dad? it's because I have. I think it's because yes. Do you need one? I can. I'm, yeah. I'm a great like sugar puppy. <laughs> you don't. You do, Kendall. You don't want to tempt this guy. So yeah. it's gonna get weird. Are you a lap dog or? Uh, like oh, kind yes. of, and then oh. and that my my face will be in your lap. Oh no, <laughs> Robbie! No, Robbie. Bad Robbie. He okay. Said he all right. All right. Dark. Do you hang out with the BTR guys? You still hang out? Yeah, with them? yeah. I, I I just saw Logan three nights ago. Okay. Like I said, right. casual uh, wine and burger night. Okay. I uh, know. I like that one. I like that. Uh, how about this one? Yeah, we uh, they already asked. Any tours planned? Any tours planned? Yeah. Well, first of all, Mexico in mid January. Uh, that's Monterey, Mexico City, and Guadalajara. And then I have shows in Moscow, St. Petersburg, Amsterdam. Um, France, Italy, wow. and Zurich. 
Amazing, yeah. man. Oh, dude, muzzle tough. That's so huge you're going deal. to Mexico and Russia. Like, how tight is your security team going to be? There's none. Re- oh my god. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that on the air. I'm bringing. A, I'm bringing a ton. I'm coming. I'm coming with you. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. It's, you're going to be fine. Um, all right. Now, Anna M one two two seven says, and she is from Bulgaria. So can you do an accent? Can yeah. you do? Uh, go for maybe. it. Maybe. How is he? And is this important? Really? What does he think about Bulgaria and come to see, come to us? That's, well, that's a real that's question. Actually, I mean, I don't know how she's... It's a horrible yeah. accent. I, I've just offended everybody in Bulgaria. Sounds yeah. just like her. What do I think about Bulgaria? I know they film a lot of uh, movies in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. They okay. film a lot of horror films in Bulgaria. Yeah. I know that. And... Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a lovely place. Are Although, you gonna go? Are you gonna go to Bulgaria while you're there? Probably not when but I'm. But you're gonna be close. You're yeah. gonna be close. She should go. Uh, go find you. Okay. Here, here's another one. Uh, this is uh, from Blame Henderson. Favorite song he's ever been a part of. I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, we we uh, we covered uh, "All I Want for Christmas." Oh yeah, and we actually sang it as closest to the Mariah version as we could, which was quite a chore for four male singers. It was mm-hmm. difficult, but that was a great song. Yeah, I have, I have a question. Don't you think like wanting a you, person you is really get, selfish? You don't get to ask questions here. Guess who does though? Kalia Toast on Instagram got to ask this one. What was it like to be separated from BTR and go separate ways? And how is it working with the crew in BTR? Um, kind of got the crew out of the way. Well, just the, well, the crew, by Please. the way, I'm also saying there was a large crew. And how many yeah. people do you see right now, uh, Glickman, every now and again that were like on the actual crew? crew? Oh, I, I run into guys every once in a while. I know. I and how wanna... weird is it, by the way, if you don't necessarily immediately remember, you know? Yeah. Because there wasn't many. But yeah. you know there was always those two or three guys on set that you just did not remember their name. Yeah. You know? I always just go, oh, you! Yay! And I kiss them. I kiss them on the lips. Yeah. That helps. Oh, you. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what, what was it like for you at when it, when it ended, when the show, when the band ended and the show ended and you oh, yeah, had to go the off question. in separate ways? Yeah. What um, was that like? It was, uh, I had already been working on music and it was a gradual thing because eventually there just wasn't another show. Remember, it was like there, there, we had a South American tour and then we played our last show in, uh, in, um, in Guatemala. Right. <laughs> of all places. Oh and God. and that was it. Yeah. And then that was and then it was just uh, Heffron Drive from then on. Like you didn't even have time to think. I didn't take a vacation or anything. Okay, here's a good one. This is from Hop Aboard the Logan Train. Good lord. <laughs> that sounds like a great weekend for me. <laughs> oh my God. What did uh What did they ask? Buddy? What was the best Christmas you, gift you got as a child? Uh, you know, um, I loved. I was a big Legos kid. Mm-hmm. I liked assembling things creativity like that yeah did you yep. ever go to legoland oh when you were like a teenager yes i when you i did? actually I actually did a legoland commercial did you see steven glickman working there when you were there no but i i, I was a <laughs> security guard there what? i could have been security when you were there were, i could maybe been, you met i, I filmed been, a legoland commercial there are you serious yeah. I could have been being fired at, <laughs> like, you could have been there the same yeah. day I was getting fired yeah. at Legoland. I could have been smoking weed in the back yeah. that same day. Okay, how about this one? Uh, Saul Mazaki. Saul, Saul Mazaki from Instagram says, What is the most he loves about his fans? Um, well, I think obviously is the fact that they still support is the number one thing. And um, your money. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it, Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> 
Matt's the worst person. <laughs> if you're mad at Matt, go to. Don't forget to go to uh, MattWalkerSucks.com. MattWalkerSucks.com. I'm going to tweet that. Shit. You should, because <laughs> he's the worst that. person. No, but then I know. I'll be giving him notoriety, and that'll be worse. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't help. It's like One Direction all over again. <laughs> it's the first time Matt's ever been compared to One Direction. Um, by the way, what he said is totally fucking untrue. By the way, <laughs> I, know. I just want to go. I was. I was about to say we're about to carry on with him just ending my. Sentence with that? Yeah, no way, no way. Do not listen to a word he says. Yeah, He's got guys. red hair. Don't trust him. There you go. Um, there we go. How about this one? XXX GG X Wong XXX says. Did you ever Google yourself? So yes. What is the most embarrassed thing that you ever find? Um. Uh. Well, it's always like Kendall Schmidt height, or Kendall Schmidt age. So what are the answers to those? Well, uh, 5'11 and three quarters, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm how, not six feet tall. How mm-hmm. often do you Google yourself? Never. Like, you don't like, just kind of take a day off? And Never. You, do you want to know how often I Google? age? Do you want to know how often I Google myself? Daily. I Google myself every single day. I bet you do. At, yeah. least, at least once, if I not twice a day. <laughs> because I have emotional problems. <laughs> um, let's see real quick. Oh, oh, oh. I got a couple. Uh, do you mind if I do like two more and then we wrap? Yes. And we'll wrap this up? Okay. Please. Um, they asked, do we want to make Big Time Rush but with puppets? I think that actually is a good idea. Yeah, I would do that. You know it would be a huge television yeah, you the, show. You do the voice so of your great. own character? And, cool. Yeah, that'd be a blast. I'd like to do some dude, um, voiceover stuff is legit, by the way. it's I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Oh, yeah. thanks. Thank you for being so supportive and coming to the premiere yeah. and hanging out and all that stuff. That was awesome of you to well, do that. What was it like to get invited to a movie premiere? <laughs> what was it like to meet me? What was it like when we met Dude, for that you? That suit you were wearing. I remember. I remember saying, oh, "Doesn't yeah. he know he's not supposed to wear white after Labor Day?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Bad. I really, yeah. I really dress like a like an asshole most of the time. <laughs> I, I, but I, you know what? You know, I learned it from Gustavo. If yeah. There's one thing yeah. I learned you took from wardrobe, Gustavo. That character. You, you know, I stole the entire wardrobe I'm and sure all you my did. shoes. Is it in storage? Oh no no it's all in my house. He wears it. It's it's all at home. Um, I, I have some things that I that I got from Big Time Rush that like they were getting rid of and they're just like oh, you're yeah. the same size as this entire boy band take whatever you <laughs> yeah. want. Dustin uh, got some shoes after that. I remember yeah. that. Okay. All right, here we go. Um we're going to ask I'm going to ask a question or two from Twitter and then we're we're wrapping this up cuz mm-hmm. good lord they ask a lot of stuff. But it's a lot of the same stuff too. Yeah, it's is, always can you follow me or say hi. Yeah. yeah. Um Kendall, have you this is from Maslow Music. Hashtag #Maslow Music. Um Kendall, have you purchased more camel's milk or have you order other milk from different animals? <laughs> What does that mean? What does that mean, Kendall? Yeah, you can you can get camel's milk. I saw that on the it's internet. It's actually really good. Really? Did it's you? Really is this you a real thing? Milk? Yeah, I ordered it. Is that? Did you talk about it online or I, something? I did. I talked about it on Zach's uh, Zach Sang show, and That's I actually so brought a bottle, and they all tried it. Oh my wow. god! Yeah, um, Kendall, what was it like uh, being a guest on the very first nighttime show? Do you know that this is a real thing? 
you were the first guest that we ever had on the nighttime show when it was the Tom Green show. Oh, yeah, but that was the Tom Green yeah, show. Yeah, but we... That's what became the nighttime uh, show. Well, because we did that show, I walked away from it with Matt and everyone went, and Robbie was there. You remember Robbie was there yeah. naked? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. why aren't we doing this yeah. as a show? We should do this. And because you did that show, Tom Green no longer has a show. He doesn't have a show anymore <laughs> yeah. because of, of how insane the numbers were. I know it's going to sound messed up, but because of how the numbers were when you came on that show. This is going to sound messed up enough to edit out later. For <laughs> yeah, sure. we should cut it out later. Yeah. I mean, look, it's not because of that, but it definitely upset them that they were getting phone calls Yo, two I weeks later. Kind of like having a, a bigger boy band open for your band. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we probably should cut that out. Yeah. Hi, okay, okay, couple, couple more, couple, couple small ones, couple small ones. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just having too much fun with this. Um, we can do this again, by the way. We we don't have to, you know. Oh yeah. When I, you're doing more episodes, I'll come back. Oh, Sweet. well, that would be amazing. I got one while Stephen mm-hmm. looks really quick. Uh, how did you feel once Big Time Rush was officially completed? Like, how, how did I feel? Oh, like, well, you know, you? it was a weird feeling because it was never an official, like, like done, done, done. You done. never get answers. No. Well, the thing was is that the last episode was such a lack of a finale, I felt. And, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people worked really hard on it, but it just didn't look like a finale to me of a, of a show that was – so successful, mm-hmm. it was like an afterthought finale. So for me, I was kind of a little bitter about it because I was felt that it was all this, you know, it's like putting in a ton of work, making a souffle, and at the very last moment, you let it deflate. You know, it's like all that yeah. work you put into something. Now, this was a lot more work than a fucking souffle, but it was like a little frustrating that the end episode was like, and it's over. Like, and I was like, oh. the it end, happened it to was, Seinfeld too. So know, Well, the, the last episode was you guys winning a Basically, a fake Kids' Choice Award yeah, the same year that we weren't nominated as a series yeah. on the same network. Yeah, it was a little frustrating. Yeah, you're like, what? Are, what are they doing? That was so weird. Yeah, that was I just remember weird. crying at the end, being like, "Oh, this is over." And then also, that was a shitty ending <laughs> to this yeah, whole man. thing. What a weird. Uh, what do you expect from the future? That's from Marika Tysm Kendall. Like I said before, if sex there, robots. <laughs> sex robots. If there is not aliens or some amazing thing in like that happens, I'm just gonna be super disappointed. Like I'm yep. waiting for something cool, Harry Potter shit to yeah, happen. Something I magic. Just, there's something magical, Come man. Come on, there's bring the magic. Much, you know what it is? There's too much crappy news. I know. Like I just want some like fun, like cool stuff. I so want that's cool what I'm hoping too. for the future. But what does the future hold for me? Music and um you know, I mean ideally just a long career, not just in music, but in other stuff too. I'm with you on that. Um are, are you going to be the yeah. new coach of the Rams? Yes, they need okay. it. <laughs> okay, and then uh, the final question of the night. What it, Bianca Addison has asked. <laughs> hey, Bianca. Hi, Bianca. We all know Bianca. We all know Bianca. She's everywhere. We, by the way, we all love Bianca. We by do the way. all love. Yeah. She. She's she like the number one super fan. Number one like, fan. She's everywhere. I would venture to say number number one fan. Yeah. Okay. Start over again, by the way. Bianca Addison. <laughs> no, even even now, start over and... Here we go. Last question. Bianca Addison has asked, telepathy or teleportation? Uh, um, telepathy is moving stuff with your mind or being able to read someone's mind. Mind reading. Yeah, mind reading. Is that that's what it is? Yeah. Telekinesis is moving stuff with your mind. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank Being you. able to read you somebody's fucking, mind. You fucking nerd. You're so nerdy. 
<laughs> wow. I bet you have a lot of figurines at home. Yeah. I actually don't. Okay. No, okay. Just, okay. He, he just watches Star Trek. Yeah. He just I, watches Star Trek. I watch three hours of Star Trek every day. Uh, what would I find more useful? Telepathy or teleportation? Teleportation. 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 It's easy. All the time. All the time. Partly because I don't even want to hear people speak that much anymore, let alone know what they're thinking. I don't even you know? like people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like people. People suck. You'd have to hear what I'm thinking Fuck 2016. Right now. Yeah, it was the worst. It was the worst year. But let's let's talk about one last thing. You got Happy. This Happy? Yeah, Happy. happy. This is your company that you started with your brother. And yes. you And you have uh, some wonderful in people involved in We have some great, um, I hate this, such a stupid word, influencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but I gotta be honest. I know, but it's just like a, it's a really crappy social networking yeah. word. We have people who are that other people seem to like that really like the product. They're gonna yeah. help us promote it. <laughs> but yeah, that. long story short, influencers. Um, and yeah, it's a company that my brother and I started, and it's an all natural and, and organic skincare line, like basically like a, a, a competitor to like a monthly subscription thing mm-hmm. you may know that's on television point. all the time. Sure. Um, and I I find products that are all natural and organic to be much better for me and it's really great because i like get to use a product that i'm responsible for you know yeah put together my brother was really like the lead of the thing he's so what's in the box what's in the box box? box? should we film this we should film this yeah you want should we you want to film it yeah just just open the box you don't need to film it (laughs) yeah no get some get some get film Um, how do i look my my hands sideways sideways is better sideways sideways is better landscape with your videos people landscape no more (laughs) vertical video bastards turn your phone sideways yeah i know right hey all right here we go all right i'm gonna pop this thing open it this is happy right Mm -hmm. happy happy face kit that's a happy happy face face happy face natural and organic all right we're opening it oh it's it's very nice this is, look at this. There's, we got uh, this uh, this little thing here. Clean, scrub, and heal. Uh, mm-hmm. So there are three different things that come in the box, uh, and it's very nicely packaged. Show uh, the show Kendall so everybody knows. The, look at Kendall. <laughs> look what he's done. So look good. what he so, did. So proud. There's the uh, happy face bar. Uh, it's all natural, all organic. And that's a zinc-based soap. Oh, my God. It smells good, too. It's really good. That's really nice. Um, you're going to give me a... You're going to give me a facial? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a facial. Okay, can yeah, I get a facial? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys all a facial. Just give me a few hours. Perfect. Kendall's facial club. Um, this, is, uh, this is the uh, happy scrub, all natural, organic, uh, moisture, heal, and share. This is, uh, so you put like a little bit of it on yeah, your Yeah, it's like it would be like exfoliating. Exfoliate, but that's not every day. That would be every, uh, like on your face, by the way, it would be every third day. So where do you make? Do you make? Oh wow! Where do you make these? Where are these made? Well, there's a there's a woman who that we partnered up with who makes that stuff herself. She's had a family business forever. Whoa! Yeah, all made in the USA. All right, and this is the last one in here. This is the Happy uh, Natural and Organic Jelly Moisture. This is a, that'd be like the moisturizer at the end. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No chemicals. No perfumes. No synthetic additives. No animal testing. 100 percent bioactive. 100 percent fun. Wow, that's really cool, man. Dude, this is this is amazing. And I'm I'm so happy for you because, you know, you should take just take a look at that. Look at this beautiful. This is a beautiful box. I mean, with some nice black confetti in there too, yeah. you know. It's very very well put together. Good for you guys Thanks. for for making I I wish you all the success in you the world. You can have that one by the way. Can I really? Yeah. Do you all wash right. your face? Every day. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I'm a very oily person. I have you do, to wash my face. You do wash face. your face every single day. Then you will 
love that. I will, man. I I'm will love really it. I'm excited because sometimes you give stuff to people and they, oh, thanks. Like I have buddies oh, no, no, that no. I know they don't wash their face. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Here I'm you face. go. <laughs> I have I have stuff at home I I, I use sometimes for things, you know. But uh-huh. I try I I try. You know, you have uh, beautiful skin. Well, do you remember I did not have beautiful skin when when I was doing the show with you. I, I had a horrible back of my head was always a mess and it was horrible and you had to stand behind it would help me that too by the way and it was yeah. bad news and then uh, I got a girlfriend and she has products and she used to put them on my head until my 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 isn't skin it amazing better. isn't it amazing how you, when you get a girlfriend you just clean up <sighs> you can stop filming Glazer <laughs> yeah. yeah no but seriously um you you're gonna love that you're gonna love that stuff I can't, I, I can't thank you enough I like man. actually yeah. having something that I I get to use you know sometimes you pimp stuff that you don't actually use but like, yeah that's like my, yeah no, that's, that's like my it's my jam well or listen, my jelly <laughs> th- this has been an absolute stupid. pleasure <laughs> this is stupid I'm sorry he's so comedy's bad. hard Kevin. I know I, know. <laughs> I love it I love it Look, <laughs> this does have, a really big dad joke <laughs> get, getting a chance to like sit down we always get a chance to hang out you know, we see each other every once in a while, and we talk on the phone and stuff. But getting a chance to actually sit down with you and chat about, you know, your career and your life and everything that you're doing, it just it makes me very happy. Oh, so, thanks. thanks, Kendall. It means the world to me, pal. Um, tell me, uh, um, where tell these people where they can follow you on the uh, on the, uh, on the YouTubes interweb? and the Twitters and the stuff. Well, of course, uh, YouTube would be Heffron Drive. Mm-hmm. I have a YouTube as well, but definitely check out. Heffron Drive's YouTube. Um, HeffronDrive.com is the easiest place to go to find anything because it's just all located there. Sure. But new music's coming out, and I have a video coming out um, along with a new single early, 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 early next year. So people should should get excited. January? And I mean early. Oh, nice. Oh, so we're talking January 1st. Rose Bowl, halftime. Yeah, no. There's too many distractions okay. on that day. No, you better yeah, get get that shit in there. Let people hear it. Yeah. It's amazing. You're so insanely talented. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for coming out and and then of course, um uh, and you know, guys, thanks so much, everybody, for writing on social media and, and uh, sending us so many fun questions. You guys are amazing. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and listen to the show, repost it, and stuff, so other people can uh, get a chance to listen to uh, to yeah. these wonderful. If and people awkward... don't listen to this, like they're they're yeah. losing out. They are losing out, absolutely. And absolutely. if people don't listen to this, they don't hear that they're losing out. <laughs> I'm not listening to it. Oh, Matt, you're the worst person I know. Um, Matt, tell people where they can find you in the world uh, go to funnymat.com I have links to everything there or uh, you could please you could tell me what you really think about me at mattwalkersucks.com yeah and they will and they have I'm yeah. going to that website when I get home oh you <laughs> should see the things that the fans have written about about Matt I haven't had anything he, good in a while because he people I mean, haven't gotten mad at me in, during Big Time Rush you know he would just write horrible things about I people I know yeah it was great I loved it I loved it <laughs> Gla- always- Mike Glazer what about you where can people find you uh, follow me on Twitter at GlazerBooHooHoo and watch True TV's Hack My Life whenever that comes out because I'm yeah. writing jokes for it. That's Sweet. awesome, buddy. What about you, Robbie Carlisle? I, I have to ask one question. Go for it. And This is a really personal and sexual question. <sighs> oh, okay. Can I have a cookie? Yes, you can. Yes! yes! You can have you can have my cookie anytime. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh that's very sweet. Um, and you can also have some of those chocolate chip cookies too. There we go. Get <laughs> <laughs> you have how many I know that we're wrapping up but how many how many tattoos do you have? Uh 9. Can you name them off? What do you got? Yeah, there's the one on my wrist, which is like a, a bracelet I always used to get from the fans all the time. And then right. I have a, a heart on my sleeve, which is like a stitched on heart. Right. B- a pair of boots. My grandma's 
nickname has always been Grandma Boots, so it's just Boots for her. Sure. Something for my grandpa, same uh, side of the family. Then a South American tattoo with a music note in it, like outline of South America. Sure. Uh, a peace sign on my back, Scorpio M, a big eagle clutching a rose, a sugar skull. Oh my God. Yeah, it adds up after wow, a while. Wow, good. I'm good. going for more though. I just yeah. I have one guy that I'm now sticking with that that's my guy. Good. He's exclusive. Chad Copelinger. Chad Copelinger, by the way. Between Kendall and Chad, yeah. they're very serious. Chad, Chad, what's Chad's last name? K- Copelinger, K-O-E-P. Like it's in K O E P L I N G E R. Copelinger. Awesome. Look awesome. him up on Instagram. Great yeah, stuff. check out check out his stuff. He's amazing. Uh, Kendall, we absolutely love you. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and tweet about it. I love you guys. Thanks for.